Welcome to the Spirit Spot. My name is Raina Shea Broussard, and it's my hope to help guide you into your Spirit Spot, even if just for a few moments out of your day. I invite you to set aside whatever you have before you, if you're able, and we'll begin with three conscious breaths. Breathe in through your nose, slowly, evenly, deeply, filling your belly, and breathe out through your mouth, emptying your belly. And breathe in, and breathe out. Breathe in, and breathe out. Our touchstone for today is suffering, and my topic is pain and suffering. Probably not the most pleasant of topics, but I hope by the time I finish to leave you with a bit of hope. Most people use the words pain and suffering synonymously, as if they are one and the same. I'd like you to take a moment to reflect on what you think might be the difference, if any, between pain and suffering. There's a proverb that has been misattributed to the Buddha that says, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. It turns out that the Buddha did not actually say this, and no one's really sure who said it first, but it does fit with many spiritual beliefs. The message is that pain is part of life that everyone will experience at some point. Whether or not we have to suffer from the pain that comes our way is a choice and up to us. I have lupus, an autoimmune disease that can affect any and all of the body's systems. In the last few years, I've experienced a tremendous amount of joint pain throughout my body. I've dealt with fatigue and weakness, difficulty breathing, and itchy red rashes. I've spent many days lying in a recliner, not able to do much of anything. There were many days when just walking to the kitchen and getting something that I could eat so that I could take prescription medications was all that I achieved in a day. For a year and a half, I would say I had nothing but bad days and some not so bad days, but definitely not good days, at least concerning the pain that I've experienced in my body. Also in the last year and a half, I haven't been able to work, so I've had no earned income of my own. This added a financial stress on top of the physical health challenges I've been facing. Somewhere along the way, though, as I had less and less in the way of material wealth, a sense of peace began to come over me. Having nothing in the way of money, but also having reduced the demands in my life to practically nothing, seems to have cleared away the distractions of this world. The pain in my body forced me to be fully present in each moment to what was happening with me physically. I won't claim that I'm completely free of concerns for the past and future, but the pain I've experienced 
has been so overwhelming that I've had little energy to give to those concerns. When I couldn't do much of anything, my perception regarding priorities and what was important in life shifted drastically. I started to see how we fill our lives with appointments, activities, and an endless supply of things to distract us from being present with others and with God. I have a greater sense of trust in God and in the universe to take care of me than I've ever had in my life before. I don't have enough income to even pay rent, so I have to rely on the generosity of others to have a safe and comfortable place to sleep. But I do believe that the sacred works through human beings to serve other human beings. And this is love. When I got approved for some financial benefits, quite quickly I'll add, it was to me a sign that God was going to take care of me when I couldn't take care of myself. I have moments, hours, even days, when I feel down, depressed, or discouraged. Life has its ups and downs, as we all know, and I certainly continue to have many frustrations with my body, the pain I experience, and the inability to do things I would like to be able to do. But more often than not, even with great pain, I am not suffering, because suffering is a choice. Pain is turned into suffering when we demand that life be different than it is. When we make demands on ourselves about how we should have been in the past and what we should do in the future, we create suffering for ourselves. I was reminded recently of this idea that depression is regret over the past and anxiety is fear about the future. Pain occurs in the body and can also include mental illness, but suffering occurs solely in the mind. There are many things in life that we have no control over, yet our attempts to exert control where we have none cause suffering. You may not have experienced the level of physical pain or health challenges that I have. I sincerely hope you haven't. But we all face challenges, and life does bring pain in some form or another to each of us. My wish for you is that you can see the gifts to be found in your pain and that you choose not to exacerbate that pain with suffering. I've done a lot of personal growth work over the years and my teachers tried to convince me that I can be grateful for negative experiences in my life, but I really struggled with this concept. To see a silver lining in a dark cloud, sure, I could see how God can use our negative experiences and help us to find the good that can come out of them. But that doesn't make the negative experience itself good, does it? I think I can say, though, now that I am indeed grateful for the pain and health challenges I've faced. I've just finished the first year of a training program to become a spiritual director, something I don't think I would have done if my health had not become such a painful challenge. My pain has brought me closer to God. I now experience a richer, deeper connection with the sacred. And I am grateful. Through pain, I've already learned many lessons about patience, compassion, 
gratitude, faith, and peace. The task before me, before all of us, is to be present in each moment to life's experiences. I don't believe when my life is done that I'll be asked to account for what life has brought my way, but I will be asked to account for how I responded to life, what I have done with the experiences that have come my way. There's a well-known quote by Charles Swindle where he says, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. I would say, to the contrary, that on the spiritual path, life is 100% how we respond to what happens in our lives. When pain comes our way, it is within our power to not choose suffering. Again, our touchstone for today is suffering. I invite you to pause throughout your day for three conscious breaths and to reflect on how you might be exacerbating the pain in your life and turning it into suffering and how might it actually become inner peace. And may you create a great day.